0: What's well, up, people? How you guys doing? Welcome to another episode of Market Watch. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, my boy, Eddie Chenea. I'm your guy. I'm Eric T. Jackson. And we're going to bring you guys a lot of interesting and really good content today. Uh, how you doing, brother? Everything's good, man. Happy New Year, man. Same to you, bro. Happy New Year, man. Hope everything Happy New Year everybody great. out
1: there that's watching us, man, supporting oh, the channel. Sir. Yes, How was your sir. new year, man?
0: You guys do anything? We didn't do anything. We chill, man. So I guess yeah, we're going to be bro. chilling all year, huh? <laughs> yeah,
1: no. Lay low. Sometimes it's
0: the best, man. That's what I told my kids, man. My, my little stepdaughter, she went out. But I'll tell them about my oldest son, man. Them streets, boy. Them streets on fire out there, man. Watch your back.
1: <laughs> man. Yeah, it was good, man. We just, just lay low. You ready for 2023? I mean, you guys go back to work already? Y'all back at school? You go back tomorrow.
0: Yeah, so then we get the kids tomorrow too, man. Y'all do. We don't get the kids tomorrow. Oh. It's just like a staff day. And then we got Friday off. So the kids don't come back till Monday. <laughs> when did y'all get out, though? Did y'all get out early? Did y'all get out? No, we got out like the 21st, bro. Oh, okay. So we got out the 16th. Yeah, we got out That's like, we had to go three extra days that, that next week. So it was crazy. Yeah yeah so it's cool uh so uh for this episode let's start out uh by touching on some things in uh in financial news uh you know opinions and maybe some things that you know the listeners or the watchers would be interested in uh you got uh something for us yeah man you know
1: one of the deals you know everybody worry about inflation and things like that you know uh Especially going in 2023, man, they released the job numbers, right? So the U.S. job openings, man, it says it's still, at, you know, 10.5 million, 10.5 million. So the labor market is still showing very, very strong, uh, you know, and it's crazy because that stuff happens and you start to see how the market reacts to that stuff, man, right? So, Marvel, you know, numbers come out and market's up today.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, except for, again, Elon Musk opens his mouth and, you know, anything you own that Elon Musk has uh, is going to drop in value. Oh, really? I, mean, I was pretty good to, I mean, to see that. Yeah, job numbers, man. And, you know, they released the Fed minutes also. That some something they were, You know, they were talking about that they released another set of Fed minutes that you know, still going to be rate hikes. I'm getting up to as high as probably 5.4. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So they're not, wow. you know, they'll probably taper off as, you know, the the increases, the way they're, you know, based on how they were, right, the four straight 75-point basis hikes. Yeah. Probably keeping it, you know, it might go another 50, another 25, 25, and... Uh, I think that uh, I don't think that they stop anytime in twenty twenty three. I mean, they might stop increasing, but they're not going to start cutting rates. Yeah, again.
0: no, I don't think so in twenty twenty three personally. Huh? Well, uh, I I I hope that they, uh, you know, whatever they're doing, man, I hope it, it it works. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like I for sure don't want these guys raising interest rates, making it it. Tougher to, to buy homes or sell homes or whatever. And then, you know, and then this inflation continues for another 10 years. I mean, it's, yeah, it's,
1: I don't, we don't need anything like the 80s, man. Yeah. Well, the 80s the rates were in the 18, 19, 20% back then. What's the mortgage rates and everything back in the 80s? I mean, this, yeah. and it's crazy because the last time the Fed was this, you know, aggressive with those, you know, with the rate hikes was back in the 80s. So yeah. just hoping that this stuff don't, you know, turn out where, you know, inflation gets out of control. But, I think, look, those people are paid a decent wage to do a job. And, you know, I think that they're going to do it to the best of their ability. Probably getting benefit of the doubt.
0: Right. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah, man. So uh, I wanted to touch on uh, Tesla a little bit. Uh, (laughs) Elon Musk is always in the news. (laughs) So we could actually touch on Tesla like every show if we wanted to. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I know. That's the holder, baby. So yeah, yeah. I'm with it. I'm, I'm, I'm a holder. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah. I don't currently have a stock, but I have in the past, and maybe I'll get it back if it keeps dropping. I'm sure I'll grab some. Uh, but just looking back on a few things uh, from this year, that uh, that was noteworthy uh, for Tesla, starting with uh, April twenty eighth. Uh, Elon Musk sold eight billion worth of Tesla shares you know uh that was like uh him get that was before I think we even knew that he was getting ready to to purchase Twitter you know uh but before that like during the whole pandemic like Tesla shares was killing the game and that's when I had I got in on Tesla shares real late and I still made a, a a gang of money and I and this is before the split obviously but I got in when, when the shares were up there and I still made a lot of money off of my Tesla well, I'm yeah. telling you, man,
1: Tesla was the, it's, and I still look I'm still a believer man
0: Yeah yeah I am too I am too, but I, I just I just had to take that profit. But <laughs> oh,
1: look at it. Let me tell you, you can never go broke taking a profit, you know right? Yeah, you know I mean, all so, yeah, take some of that money off the table, man. Yeah, especially yeah. times like this where you like, man, I'm glad I did. Right, and all I keep doing is you know dip a little bit and I'm just gonna right. more and right. You bring that one, and that's just me personally. I like I said, I'm an owner. I'm a believer, and I think that Tesla will be back. I not they ain't going anywhere. I promise you yeah. that.
0: So so so, when I like before the split tesla had got i think as high as 2500 and that's when i owned it it was as high as 2500 and now it's uh it's really what is it about 100 and 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 30 something like that and that's after the split so yeah it's at 100
1: 100 just under 114 dollars a share
0: right now 114 yeah so so uh you know, they've they've really come down, but uh, you know, a, a lot of it is because Elon Musk has been selling an awful lot of shares in order to, to purchase Twitter. And uh, you know, as he was selling shares, uh, shareholders were nervous and, and oh, yeah. uh, you know, they were selling shares, so you know, it made it continue to drop. And then when he the actual purchase of Twitter went through, uh, you know. People wanted him maybe to to step down as, as CEO of, of, of Tesla, and and you know the stock just been taking a beating ever since, you know. But uh, still a believer. Uh, so am I. So is Kathy Wood apparently also man because
1: she just bought she, another one hundred seventy six thousand shares. Okay, wow. Tuesday she bought, so she's got she's a long time. She has, but right now her ETFs total or almost had a million shares since October 3rd they purchased million shares of Tesla since October
0: 3rd almost 938,000 wow wow all over ETFs wow so uh yeah a lot of people are still believers in Elon Musk and Tesla you know uh Elon Musk also uh, disclosed that he had uh 2 billion worth of bitcoin and you know mm. and he was telling anybody that would listen that he would he would sell them teslas you know for bitcoin like you can buy a tesla with bitcoin and uh you know bitcoin is way down now as well so oh yeah yeah you know but again
1: it's so cyclical man you know what i mean tesla's not the only one that's been beaten up this year right right so it's cyclical man it's gonna be ups it's gonna be downs and we've been due i mean we've been on a you know on a bear run what 12 almost 14 years
0: yeah buddy you know yeah, what I mean? Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twelve years. So we've been due. Right, right, right. Uh so that's a little bit about Tesla being in the news. Uh also guys, uh Coinbase settles for a hundred million with uh the New York regulators. Uh what do you think about that? I mean, I like that.
1: I mean, I, I think after everybody saw what happened with FTX. Mm-hmm. Immediately, Coinbase, I mean, drops a commercial that talks about, hey, you know, we're basically our accounting practices are, you know, we're transparent. You know, our stuff is, you know, basically we're going to pass a test with regulators. Yeah. You know, right. we have nothing to hide. Almost taking a shot at FTX. And I think the fact that 50 million of that 100 million is supposed to be going to, you know, to further uh, improve their compliance. Yeah. It's even better to show them that, hey, we're here. We're in the U.S., right? We're a U.S.-based business. Mm-hmm. We do things the right way. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're a legitimate crypto exchange. I mean, it's so I, I like it, man. The fact that, you know, 100 million and I mean realistically here in the U.S., if you, if you weren't, you know, with FTX or you're not with Binance or something like that, yeah. you're probably with Coinbase. Right. right. Crypto.com. So yeah. being, you know, American known and the fact that they are, I mean, willing to even deal with regulators. You know I mean, not trying to battle in court because, you know, you guys have no say over crypto, you know, back and forth. So I like
0: right. it. I, I, I do yeah yeah me too man me too and you know 100 million dollars is a, is a lot just thinking about it but for coinbase you know it's it's not gonna bankrupt them so good for no, them not at all.
1: Yeah, yeah it is good for them and i mean and, and just being in the business having my own investment advisory firm compliance is huge you know what i mean making sure that you're on the right side and doing things that you're you know that you're supposed to because at any time they can come and knock on the door and say hey we need to come through and do an audit you know what i mean Yo, and you want to make sure you're, you know, induction roast, so sure, it look very transparent. I do things the way they're supposed to be done, so I get it, man. Being able to, or and willing to, not you know, to not even combat it and say, well, fifty million dollars to towards
0: our compliance is, you know, that's huge. Yeah. So if you're gonna spend money, best spend it on something important like compliance. Probably, I mean, you that, know, it's a cool. big deal
1: unless you want to run that risk. you know what I mean, you want to run that gamut of, of possibly, uh, not being on the right side
0: of the law. You know what I mean? Already, already. Good, man. Good. So, uh, let's uh, pivot into uh, ETFs of value for 2023. Uh, we're going to look at uh, wh- what kind of ETFs you want to look at.
1: So, man, I'm looking at some of the, you know, the I guess some of the ones that are more like benchmarks, right? So, we'll look at some okay. of this the SPDR, okay, uh, you know, and look at, you know, just kind of how they perform, talk about them. Probably going to explain to everybody what an ETF is also. You know what I mean? People out yeah. here. You mean, yeah. by just getting the investing game or, you know, maybe been in it, but you still don't know what it is. Right. So you talk about what's an ETF. Right. So it stands for exchange traded fund. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. think of a pooled investment. All right. That's going to operate very similar to a mutual fund. Right. So basically yeah. what you're doing is you're going to buy shares of this ETF. Right. Mm-hmm. They fund. And then that money they take that they pull together from all the people that are investing in it. And then they are the ones that are investing in all the different companies. So yeah. similar to the mutual fund where you invest in the fund, they take the money, and they go and buy the shares of all the different things to try to, you know, try to profit.
0: Partial shares of a lot of different companies in the same segment. well, I mean it it won't
1: even necessarily be partial shares. Sometimes it'll just be it, it will be just shares in, you know, like we'll just say, you know, one of the spiders, you know, like consumer staples, which is a right, and they might have Coke and you know Altria and you know Philip Morris and You know, Caterpillar, things like, you know what I mean? Because they're all, you know, considered, you know, consumer staples, right? Right, for sure. Campbell Soup, Kroger, things like that. And what they do is they invest in a basket of securities, right? So they might say, hey, you know, for example, you know, we have 250,000 shares of Kroger. We have, you know, 100,000 shares of whatever. Right. And they just, yeah, they take all the money and they invest it. And basically, you just watch the price of the fund. So if you're talking about something like consumer staples, right, the Mm -hmm. spider, like $75 a share right now. So all thing you're concerned about is what that ETF price does because yeah. you don't own the shares that they're buying. You own shares of the fund. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of them. And I mean, the, the, and they just, again, talking about the spiders, right? Again, SPDR, XLY, right? So you're looking at uh, consumer discretionary. Mm-hmm. You've got consumer staples. These are all just different sectors, right? There's like yep. nine of them. Yep. Energy. Uh, financials, mm-hmm. healthcare, industrial, uh, materials, technology, and utilities.
0: There you go. There
1: you know what I mean? Go. So, yep. that, I mean, that's so. nine of them. And, you know, like I said, a benchmark. So, if you wanted to pick some stocks and say, hey, I want to see if I can beat the market, uh, which is not easy to do, I'm not advising anybody does that. But uh, you could do that and just use one of these as the benchmark and say, hey, you know, I'm either going to use the SP 500 or, you know, this ETF. So okay. But you know, it's a safe bet low fees, unlike you know, some mutual funds are very expensive, right? They're net with their ratio their expense ratios, right? Yeah. So, so basically the fees are charging for investing in them. Uh-huh. And a lot of times these ETFs are like 0.05%, where you might find a mutual fund might be 0.7, right? 1.5%. Yeah. So yeah. that's another good thing about uh, ETFs. And they don't so you can buy and sell right now with me. Whereas a yeah. mutual fund, if I put them to order to sell right now. It won't happen until the following trading day when it opens up. Mm-hmm. All right. So with an ETF, it's buying and selling like you would buy and sell, you know, shares of Apple. Yeah. Same thing, you know, when uh with an ETF.
0: OK, cool. Cool. Uh, do you have one? You have one for us under. Uh, under okay. the SPDR.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just give me a second, man, whatever you like, okay. whatever your flavor is. Here, look, look. I'll do consumer staples, right? Everybody okay. talking recession. Consumer staples is something that people are going to be buying no matter what. Okay. You know what? So, you know what? You want to see what I'm looking at here?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I enabled it for you. Gosh, I'm going to share my screen. There it is. There we go. Bam. All
1: right. So, here they are again. That's just the but they refer to them as the spiders. And then there go all the ticker symbols, everybody looking to look at them. Right? Okay. So this was okay. consumer staples. Right? So with consumer staples, you're looking at, again, things that people are going to buy regardless. right? People are still going to have to buy toilet paper. They're going to have to buy shampoo and soap. And you know they're probably going to eat at home more as opposed to going out to eat. Right? So okay. the things so that what, people are always going to be buying.
0: So what's the ticker symbol for this one? XLP. Okay. Consumer Stables wow. is XLP.
1: Yep. So then you can go through and you can look at also some of their holdings. All right. So again, I'm on Seeking Alpha. This is what I uh what I prefer. I mean, one of the new sources I get my information from. But here go the top 10 holdings, right? So when you buy shares of XLP, they're taking your money, and these are their top 10 companies that they have purchased stock in. So, they have more companies than that, but those are just the top 10. These are their top 10, right? So, mm-hmm. they've got 15.5% in Procter & Gamble, almost 11% in Pepsi, right? Coca-Cola, yeah. Costco. Uh, I mean, you can read them all. there. are Philip, uh, Philip Morris. look man. Recession's here. Consumer staples. People going to be smoking cigarettes. They won't be drinking alcohol. Oh, really? You know I mean? Right? Times get stressful. I mean, that's not sugar or anything like that. I mean, hell, I'm guilty of it. I'll come home after a stressful day, and you know, I'm going to crack a beer. Oh, you know I mean? really? Yeah, definitely. So, but Colgate, Palmolive, right? Things that people are going to be doing. Altria and Philip Morris, look, both of them. So anyway, these are their top 10 holdings. So what you're looking at is you are buying shares of XLP. They're going to go out and invest all the money that they collect from people that are buying these shares. And they're going to go and invest it in the companies that they think are going to turn a profit. And then it's going to be companies that fall under the consumer staple there.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Uh, absolutely. Uh, XLP. Uh the consumer staple uh stock that's one the the, the price is below a hundred dollars. Uh yep. you know, but I feel like
1: like I mean, look how I came roaring back, man. I mean look at that from where we at October 10th. Yeah. To where we're at now. I mean, it's been up 12% and it's been up as high as seven almost sixteen and a half percent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, from
1: October to now, you know, we're talking about three months you have made twelve percent on
0: your money. If you if you're someone that wants to invest in ETFs, you're a uh, Walmart holder. You're a Procter and Gamble holder. Yeah, you just you can definitely get an XLP and 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 uh have more of those shares. Yeah, so you just buy shares of that fund, man.
1: Like I said, and however many shares that they hold, I'd look if they invest and in wall if they and all those those top ten holdings. I don't own a single share of any of these. The fund owns these shares. Yes. I own shares of that fund. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. see, you can see what they're investing in, right? Solid companies. Mm-hmm. Walmart, right? People mm-hmm. that make Marlboro cigarettes, Colgate, Palmolive, Costco, Coke, Pepsi, Procter & Gamble. They're investing in solid companies that they know are going to produce the returns that people are looking for. It's a uh, lot they of use companies. this as a benchmark. Right. So if I were to go through and find 10 other stocks that I like better than these that are in the same industry, I can say, all right, I'm gonna take my ten and take their top ten and see how they produce and see how I produce right? so you use that as a benchmark to see
0: yeah based
1: on the stocks that I picked, did I beat the market or did I not beat the market?
0: Good, good. I like that one. Let's go to uh let's go to the one which one is that thirty four eighty seven xLF what's that XLF financials so
1: again, XLF man again, look roaring back. Man, look at that. About to cross over. Might have a shot for this thing to run. So XLF. This is the spider, right? Finance. Yes. Financial select sector, spider ETF. Top 10 holdings here. Berkshire Hathaway, Class B, JP Morgan, Bank of America, right? So again, this being specific to a sector, right? So they're going to invest. You're not going to find people holding anything in here that's not related to the financial sector.
0: Black Rock, once it said it had, Berkshire Hathaway, Black Rock, I'm all in. I'm all in on this one. Bank of Morgan America. Stanley, Goldman, right? Charles yeah. Schwab, Wells Fargo. Yeah. You know,
1: Bank of America. I mean, there's, and that's just their top 10. So it's not
0: like that's everyone. That's all of their holdings. So how much of Ber- Berkshire do they hold? What percentage? Uh, 15%. 15% yeah. Okay. 15, 14.84% there. Cool. 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 You know, that, 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 so that's what I'm looking for right there. That means, that means something to me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you said, yep, go ahead. Yeah. I was just saying, people just need to find uh, in those numbers what means something to them, you know? So here's something else
1: that I kind of follow along, also, man. CNBC is called the Berkshire Hathaway portfolio. Yeah. It's basically a portfolio tracker of everything
0: that Berkshire Hathaway has in their portfolios. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 No, that's awesome. That's a good thing to look at. I, 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 when I first started investing, I used to follow uh, Berkshire. Also I followed uh, Bill Gates and his portfolio tough, you know, and I sort of tried to mimic those and the ones that do it
1: right. I mean, they, they're, they're proven, you know what I
0: mean?
1: Yeah. So why would you not That's try true. to mimic that? Right. Again, right. You want to be a millionaire, hang out with millionaires. You want yeah. to be a, a, you know, a, a great basketball player with them. Go do what great basketball players do. Absolutely. You want to be a great investor and do what the great ones do. And here's everything yeah. they have. Now yeah. the crazy thing is you see all of these securities that they have here. Yeah. Let me show you something, man. Percentage of portfolio. Look at this. Apple. Bank of America, Chevron, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I think 12 of the holders they have account for like 90% yeah. of their portfolio. Yeah, absolutely. So 12 of the stocks account for 90%, and the other 10% are accounted for with the other 24, 25, whatever it is. might be like 17. Yeah. I have it on the spreadsheet. Anyway, okay. have a good way to, you know I mean, look at it, right? you going to see kind of yeah. what some of these guys are holding. Yeah. Look, a whole lot of Apple. Yeah, definitely. Man, this is crazy. Bank of America, Berkshire Hathaway, a
0: billion shares. A billion shares of Bank of America. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he, he loves the Bank of America. $35
1: billion, $35.2 $35. billion worth of Bank of America stock. Wow. $115 man. billion dollars of Apple stock. So anyway, yeah. want to know what the big ones are doing? There you go. I mean, two there different you things you can go there. But yeah. back to the ETFs, man. Yeah, man, uh, man. You know, again, spider. This one's again straight financials. Okay. You look at okay. It, they pay a dividend sometimes, right? It's another thing we should talk about, right? Some of these yeah, yeah. The ETFs they also pay dividends, which is uh, which is always a good thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. A little you something see. while you're. Uh, Invest in the company. So 21 cents they paid. Let's what was it then? Probably quarterly. 17 yeah. 16. So it's increased 15. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's gone up. Yeah. Financials, uh, healthcare is another good one. All right. Let's go to I mean, healthcare. X, XLV. XLV for healthcare. Again, this just, I mean, talking about being right, defensive, right? So you can be a closet investor and, and try to match the market. And some yeah. people are good with that. So if the market returns 12%, I'm good with that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Could I have, you know, uh, you know, made 18, 22, 32%. Yeah, but I'm okay with keeping that risk, you know what I mean, to what yeah. the market is. And, yeah. So and that's perfectly okay. So the healthcare, again, solid ETF. During times like now where there you know, all the big, you know, the R word being thrown around, right? Recession, 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 right? Healthcare, right? Consumer staples, utilities energy, those are going to be kind of your ones to, to help you build a, kind of that defensive portfolio where, I mean, again, and had you have gotten in here, look, going back to October at the lows, that thing would have rallied or did rally. Yeah. If you timed it perfectly, as high as like, 18%. 18%, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, 18% in three months, 13%. Right now, it's
0: at 13,
1: yeah. So yeah. you take that you annualize it, right? Yep. You know what I mean? So 13%, you annualize that. So... But we'll look it up here. XLV top ten holdings. All right, again, healthcare. Right, healthcare mm-hmm. sector. Yep. And here you go to the top ten. And look at that, 100% in healthcare.
0: Johnson and Johnson. United.
1: Johnson yeah. and Johnson. Yeah. Right. Eli Lilly. Yeah.
0: Yes, I own.
1: Yes, I own. 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 So, absolutely. So the one thing you want to look at if you're going to be buying ETFs is making sure that there really is no overlap. You know what I mean, so like if you can buy two of them, but sometimes they will be the same. Have you know their top ten holdings? Eight mm-hmm. of them will be the same. So okay. you, know, you want to try to avoid overlap as yeah. Now, obviously, if you're going with a sector ETF, then it's just right. going to be in that sector, right? So you're not going to find, you know, building materials, right? The materials sector having healthcare, right? That they're invested in. You know yeah. Saying? Yeah. So, but there are a ton of ETFs out there for bonds. I mean, there's ETFs for I mean, Vanguard's got a list, Fidelity's got a list. I mean, you name it, they're out there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Awesome, man. Uh, well, I think that's for ETFs for 2023, man. I think the uh, the spider ETFs, uh, are a good value for anybody that's looking to uh, invest in uh, ETFs. Uh. We just gave you three, uh, Consumer Staples, XLP, uh, Financials, XLF, and Healthcare, XLV uh, mm-hmm. are, are the ticker symbols. So, was, give, uh, give
1: the other one, the, uh, where are my spiders at, there we go. What else we got? Utilities, X-L-U, another one, right? Utilities. X-L-U. Yeah.
0: Utilities.
1: And this is one that I personally own uh, also, XLE, which is uh, energy sector.
0: Okay. So, good. It's at $84, $85? Yeah, 84
1: 39 Actually, it was down a penny today. Oh, okay. But that consumer discretionary was up big today. XLP, yeah. XLP was up. Almost everything was up. The market had a good day today.
0: Yeah. It had a really good day. Yeah, it so, did. Yeah, it did yeah man
1: that's that's good man for some etfs anybody looking you know i mean for a safer way to invest you don't know what stocks to pick you can find a etf that invests in a basket of stocks and you just
0: own shares of that etf sometimes they pay a dividend right to kind of get the market absolutely any questions uh leave them in the comments uh hit us up go to facebook a1 capital uh on facebook page and you know, you can, he'll answer any questions you have, man. He has a great oh, Facebook yeah. page on there. Uh, let's look at some, some books of value for 2023, man. Yeah, man. Uh, we haven't, yeah. we haven't done it in a, in a little over a month. So I wanted to give the people some other book choices that, that they can uh, enjoy for 2023, or at least the beginning of 2023. I know some people read books really quickly, man. So they read like 20 books a year. So. Yeah, yeah, I got a book list myself, man. I don't know if I can hold up to the camera, man, but
1: I, I got a book list. There you go. He's, he's, yeah, from 2022. 2020, that I'm trying 2022. To get done. Yeah, that I'm trying to get finished up. You know, I Enjoy. got through most of the ones that I want until I'm adding new ones now. Okay. So yeah, man, it's always good to read.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: tell people if you can read and you can add, subtract, multiply, and divide, there is nothing you can't do in life. <laughs> like, think about, think about math. What's yeah. the square root? Squares division uh-huh division. What are exponents? Multiplying. You know uh-huh. what I mean? You break it all down. It's just adding, you know what I mean? You're adding a bunch of numbers a bunch
0: of times, right? So you're a killer. You read, you people. Make sure you're reading. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, I was reading a book, uh, mm. that I, it just caught my eye cause I, I just love this dude. And, and I think I, I, mentioned him already, but, uh, uh, and, and just going through it, man, uh, it, it's not autobiographical but it does uh go through his background and everything and 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 tells you you know how he started and and some things like that. But uh a book that I would like maybe you guys can can check out for twenty twenty three is uh, a book called How to Think Like Bill Gates. You know, that's a good very name. good book, man. And, yeah. and I've been reading it and I've gotta say I'm not sure if I think like him yet.
1: <laughs> hey, man, look, that doesn't happen overnight, man. You know what I mean? You're talking about retraining yeah. your, your, your way of thought, man. How old are you?
0: 28,
1: 29? Yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> you got to think about that, man. You know how hard it is? I mean, think about how hard it is to break a habit, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean? so, you know to retrain someone how to think, man, that's good. I mean, somebody has been very successful.
0: Right. How to think like Bill Gates, man. It's a really good book. And I. Uh, highly recommended people. You got one, oh, yeah. brother? I do, man. So I, I don't, can't remember if I
1: recommended this one last time or not, but it's called uh, Warren Buffett and the Art of Stock Arbitrage. Man. And while it sounds very intimidating, man, it's really not. You're looking for trying to basically minimize your risk, right? Try to be able to invest and get a return with little investment. Yeah, you know what I mean? So Basic, right? Right. I'll tell you, you have company A, company B, right? We'll just say they're identical. They have identical returns, they have identical risk, whatever, right? Okay. One's trading at $100, one's trading at $110. Yeah. almost identical companies. Yep. Well, that means one is overvalued, one is undervalued, right? So what's the fair value?
0: Yeah. So
1: people doing some arbitrage, and this is just one way to do it, is you buy it here at, you know, you buy, go long on the company A, and then you short company B right oh so okay it's coming down on company yeah. you know company b prices is coming down you're mm-hmm. making money as prices going up a H invested you're making money so talk about things like that wow mergers and acquisitions happen right so if you hear about a company's going to buy somebody else out and they're guaranteeing a certain price per share mm-hmm. i actually did that with twitter um i bought i don't know i got in forty two, forty three 42 43 dollars 44 dollars, something like that yeah you know, he had guaranteed to buy it at like 53 40 or something like that so so a little thing like that, man, and again, Warren Buffett, look, another one to to follow along with, man. I, I believe it's actually written by his daughter. But uh, it talks about how he goes through, you know what I mean, his his uh, his thought process behind stock arbitrage, right, trying okay. to find where there's a way to make money yeah. with little to no investment.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. have to read that yeah. one. That's a short read, too, man. It ain't even a long read, man. It's a short read. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Good, good. Uh cool man uh we're about out of time running through this thing uh so we talked about the ETFs man. I, I hope people really take advantage of those things cuz I do and when I talk to people I try and put them on ETFs first and then you know they can they can talk to me about individual stocks later but you know I think ETFs are very important uh and, and just looking at the spider etfs uh i think you pick you hit on some, some good ones uh yeah man i think it's you know it's a good
1: safe way to to, to get going if you're looking to invest man you know yeah. if you're looking to invest and you can find something you know again a lot safer than trying to pick them by yourself man because i'll tell you trying to beat the market is not
0: easy right it's not easy. Uh, especially in a bear market it's a little easier <laughs> in a <the> bull market <laughs> but it, that's that a fool yes yeah. fool's gold but, yeah, especially in a uh, in a bear market, brother. You're right about that. Uh, hey, I appreciate you, man. Uh, Likewise, man. Love your expertise, brother. And uh, do about expertise,
1: but I'll tell you what, man. I try to stay up or, you know, stay abreast on as much as I can without being fully uh, vetted in the industry and not having that background. I mean, I try to, you know, at least stay in the know.
0: Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. But I
1: appreciate everybody following, man. I appreciate being on the show. This is good.
0: This is going to be good for next week, too. Yes, sir. All right people uh i'm eric t jackson he is eddie chenea appreciate it guys yes sir see you later buddy take care all right right,